Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Tonight, we're going to honor a legend. She was in films, but you would call them music films, documentaries. That's Mary Wilson of the Supremes. Now, if you've ever seen the movie Dreamgirls, raise your hand. Yeah, Dreamgirl was originally a play. And you got Jennifer... Um, was it Jennifer Holiday? You know, I am telling you, yeah. Dreamgirls is originally based off of the Supremes' Florence Ballard story, because Florence Ballard could really sing, and so could Mary Wilson of the Supremes. Now we're not gonna. Well, I mean, if I had one of my friends on here, we could really dish on Dirty Diana. You know, um, well, you know what? <laughs> Let's pull from Dream Girls because you know Jennifer um, Jennifer Hudson, who won the Academy Award for Epi, really could just des- you know describe it. She can't sing like I can. And Florence Ballard had a voice. And uh, here we go. This is from Dreamgirls, 19 or 2006. Well, maybe they'll be more interested after we play the Copa. Y'all playing the Copa. What? I'm breaking you and Jimmy up. I know what you're doing, Curtis. You're breaking us up because you don't want me with Jimmy. None of you do because you're all jealous. Well, nothing's breaking me and Jimmy up. Nothing. I'm breaking you up because Jimmy's going back out on the road while you stay here and open your own act. Did you say our own act? <laughs> <laughs> Finally, Curtis, this is what I've been waiting for. I love you. Oh, well, honey, I'm fine with that. I mean, I love me some Jimmy, but I don't want to be singing behind him the rest of my life. Ladies and gentlemen, presenting the dreams. Dreamettes, little girls, you women now. See, Dina, I told you. We're opening in a week, so we got a lot of work to do. We're going to have a lot of changes. I'm bringing on Jolly Jenkins to stage a whole new show. He's done movies, Broadway, club acts, you name it. New wigs, the expensive kind. <laughs> Brand new costumes to appeal to a younger crowd. And, um, Effie. Dina's gonna sing lead. <laughs> Dina's doing what? Lead. What do you mean? I always sing lead. Tell them, Sissy. And we're trying something new, Effie. Yeah. You know about this? Curtis and I talked it over. He said it's only temporary. We finally get the chance to have our own act and Dana's doing lead. She can't sing like I can. She's right, Curtis. I can't. I don't want to. Now, y'all gonna do what I tell you to do. This is a new sound with a new look. New look? Nobody can see her on a record. The way we're gonna be able to change things is by appealing to kids, and kids today watch television. So Dana's gonna sing the lead because you like the way she looks. Am I ugly to you, Curtis? I feel about you. Come on. Don't make it personal. But what am I supposed to do? Dina's beautiful and she's always been beautiful. But I've got the voice, Curtis. I've got the voice. You can't put me in back. You just can't. That's the amazing Jennifer Hudson playing Epi. Based off of Florence Ballard. 
from the Supremes. Now, Mary Wilson, Mary, you know, Mary Wilson, I mean, Mary and Florence, you know, they, they were the lead singers. Okay. And, um, had a lot to say. You know, we're, we're not going to dog Diana, although I will say dirty Diana. There's a reason why that song is out there. But, um, Mm. The Supremes really did a lot. Think of it. Three black women fronting one of the biggest groups in Motown history. Um, really changed a lot. Their music, their image. Um, but, you know, it's good to go to the woman herself. Here we go. Mary Wilson. Oh, and what happened? What happened? What happened? It's funny. You click on something and you think it's going to... Like in her 70s. I mean, how, how old do you feel? She says, I feel like I'm 15. <laughs> and so for me, now I understand, but I still feel like I'm like 15 years old inside. Yeah. But, you know, the time has gone by. It's been 50 years since our first number one. Yeah. But it's been 55 years since we first started singing. And I swear to you, it doesn't seem like it's been yeah, I'm sure years. audience, when you say that, are like, oh, yeah. it's been that long? It seems so yeah. within reach. It does, it does. Uh, you, know, I, you know, it took me the longest time to become 21. <laughs> and after that, it just... I, you know. Well, a lot of people don't realize how young you were when you started. Yes, yes. You started at 12 years old? Uh, Diane and I, I think we were 12 and a half. I think Flo was 13. And then we had a fourth member, you know, right. uh, Betty McGlon. And she was older. She was 17. <laughs> <laughs> She's the old one. She's the old one in the group, yeah. So, yeah, we were very young. When you were that young and all of this starts happening, do you realize what it is you're desiring? Or is it just... We're kids. We love singing. We want to be successful. Well, see, that's a different... The story is very difficult to answer in that way because when we were little girls, we were still just Negroes. Negroes during that time did not aspire to be stars and things like that. We were just trying to live and, and become part of the American system. You know, so uh, for us... Uh, at that age, we were just having fun, yeah. just doing something to have fun. Later, that song Welcome. is the best. Ooh. I love it. It still gets me going. Thank you. After 53 years. 53 years wow. old. Yes, yes, yes. But I do have to say thank you very much for having me to follow the handsome senator. <laughs> yes. <laughs> say that he actually helped us pass one of the one of my bills which is the modernization act mm -hmm. which says that if you recorded music after 1972 yeah. then you you're not you're not paid but the bill helps those who recorded before oh. 1972 get paid thank you wow, wow. Yeah. You wrote this book, A Supreme Glamour, about your life as one of the original Supremes <laughs> and the game-changing fashions oh, you all yeah. wore. And uh, I wrote the foreword. Uh, the foreword. 
Yes. And I talk about, you know, seeing y'all for the first time, really, and thinking, wow, wow. I could do that. I could yes. be. Now I knew. And you have. And I. <laughs> she and has. In, in my way. But it, 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 the idea that there were these amazingly glamorous young women who were just all over the world was so <coughs> stunning. So the question really is: Did you know, in the midst of it, that you were literally knocking ceilings down and walls out and? Well, yeah, I, I, I think we did because yeah. we, we're talking about the '60s, and mm -hmm. this is when black wasn't beautiful yet. It wasn't. Yeah. It was pre. Uh, it's cute. It was pre James we were, Brown. Yes. Pre yeah. James we were Brown. Negroes. Black was not That's beautiful right. yet. Okay. That's right. So <laughs> when we, yeah, when we started becoming famous in the '60s, yes, I think we did because our parents said every time you walk out the door, you're representing the black community. Yes. And as I said, the, the Civil Rights Bill hadn't passed yet, so we knew. We knew, and we were very proud to have been the face. Because first of all, let's say TV yes. was one of the things that really helped. I mean, yes, there were right. many women and, and uh, black women who made it prior to us. Our late Diane Carroll. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I mean, uh, Lena Horne. But yeah. see, TV Wonderful. wasn't as prominent as it is now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You get, we get to come into your homes every day. But back then, we were not there. In fact, I remember, let me tell you this one story. <laughs> uh, we were working at the Eden Rock Hotel mm -hmm. in Florida, right? And this lady came up to me after our show, and she says, I'm so proud to see you guys. I allow my family to stay up and watch you on the Ed Sullivan show every night. So my brother, who was in the war, right? A wannabe Black Panther, he says, uh, man, what does she mean she allow you to, uh, you know, allow her family to stay up and watch you? I'm like, that's the way it was wow. back then. Yeah. You guys are very fortunate that you can go into any restaurant, you can drink out of any water fountain, you can do whatever you want. Back then, we you guys could not. paid your dues. So this is what my book is about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Wow. We watched you on Dancing with the Stars. How I fun know. was that? <laughs> You said what it was like to get back. I've never stopped. You've never stopped. No. You've never stopped. I've been for 50 some years. I've been doing my oohs and my ahs, my baby, yeah, baby yeah. babies. Wow. But the thing about Dancing with the Stars, it gave you people a chance to see what all of us entertainers or older entertainers do. And we're still doing. We may not be on the yeah. top of the charts, but we're still out there traveling around the world. So That's it gave right. you a chance. Yeah. Right. They, they think, think that. I they had a think. friend who used to say, if you're not on television, they think you're dead. They think you're dead. <laughs> oh, God. Said to me, are you still singing? I'm like, honey, how do you think I take care of my 10 grandchildren? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Good for you. <laughs> you know, I just want to say also that, you know, the three of you, Flo and, and Flo. Diana and you, you meant the world to so many of us in this room yeah. and watching. Who will never have the opportunity to say thank you for everything you went through because it wasn't easy because you were traveling in tough times. I know. Yes. Um, and so I just want to say thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Our thanks to the fabulous Mary Wilson. He's telling me we're running out of time. Oh, I know. Uh, I talk so much. Sorry. Check, no, no. It was me. Check out Mary Supreme's exhibit at the Grammy Museum. Experience it at the Prudential Center. Uh, Mary's book, Glamour, uh, Supreme Glamour, is available now. And that's the late Mary Wilson on The View. And I thought, you know, talk about, talk about a trailblazer. And I said that before. 
even Oprah has talked about it. She remembers the day, and she remembers, and she remembers. Um, there it was, Ed Sullivan. These three black women singing "Come See About Me." You know, at the early days of Motown, Florence sang lead. So, if you've ever that clip that I just played from Dreamgirls, that really is what happened. But in a, in a stage kind of way. And so what they did is they switched it up and they had Diana sing lead. Because, you know, Barry Gordy, of course, thought Diana was young and cute. You know, um, and, you know, the song Love Child, really, if we're going to spill the tea, is a little autobiographical. You know, Barry Gordy and Diana got together. They didn't get married, you know, and had a child and... Love Child. Hello. So the song is autobiographical. But you know. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's a little funny. It's a little funny, you know. Um, but see, the way the music industry worked, it, as long as you were young and cute, they'd push you out in front. If you couldn't sing that well, oh well, you know. But here with the Supremes, you had Florence Ballard on one side and Mary Wilson on the other. And if you listen, and I'm not going to say listen closely because you can hear it. When they would sing Mary and Flo and Diana in the middle. And Diana's voice, yeah, you know. But Mary and Florence had that support in their voices very strong voices and so with Mary Wilson we have to give it to her we have to give it to her what the Supremes did musically you know yes we're this is a film podcast and we're going to talk about films later but I have to acknowledge Mary Wilson this is Black History Month we have to acknowledge her all year long because of what the Supremes did um You know, because music unites. Music breaks down walls. And Diana Ross, Florence Ballard, Mary Wilson, that's what they did. They were glamorous, you know. 12 number one hits. 10 of which Wilson sang backing vocals on. Mary Wilson, born March 6, 1944 in Greenville, Mississippi. Grew up in Detroit. Singing with her friends, uh, Florence and, uh, yeah. Wilson first met Florence Ballard at an elementary school in Detroit. The duo became friends while singing in the school's talent show. In 1959, Ballard asked Wilson to audition for Milton Jenkins, who was forming a sister group to his male group trio, the Primes. Wilson was soon accepted into the group known as the Primettes with Diana Ross and Betty McLon. Wilson graduated from Detroit's Northwestern High School in January 1962. Despite her mother's insistence to go to college, Wilson instead focused on her music career, the Supremes. She died to, uh, yesterday at 76 in uh, Henderson, Nevada. So it's the end of an era. It's the end of an era. Florence Ballard died in the 1970s. And now Mary Wilson 
And so, you know, and I'm, we're not going to dog Diana Ross. I mean, Diana Ross can do that on her own. Okay. <laughs> she can. You know, I remember one time she did a song in the 90s called Take Me Higher. And I thought, whoa, her voice is really flat on that. It should, you know, but whatever. <laughs> if Whitney Houston's cheering you on, I guess you're doing something right, Whitney. Um, it was the night. It was the nineties, you know. But um, you know, in terms of, I will give it to Barry Gordy and Diana Ross. You know, they did bring us "Lady Sings the Blues." Diana Ross played Billie Holiday. Um, that was a moment. Even Diane Carroll has said that what he did in the industry to bring "Lady Sings the Blues" to this to the theater, you know. Um, and then you know, with, uh, in fact. Diana Ross and I've said this and Cicely Tyson were both nominated in the same year that that was a first I don't think that's happened since you know you got Diana Ross and Cicely Tyson it's extraordinary um, but Mary Wilson all, all three of them really glamorous you know and um, you can hear it when you hear those songs Mary Wilson and there's a really great where they played the Copa Cabana and they were doing um, Someday from West Side Story and Diana's doing her thing you know like she always does but the, but Florence and Mary Wilson they're, they're really holding it together and we gotta give them credit we gotta give Mary Wilson credit at what she did you know um very extraordinary the Supremes inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1988 along with the Beatles stop in the name of love yeah so Mary Wilson rest in peace this is the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast these are black icons let's let's not forget that so Mary Wilson we love you unpleasant dreams <laughs>